Okay, guys. Uh, welcome to the first episode of a uh, boxed out basketball podcast. I'm one of your co-hosts, Alex, and this is Hana. And we're gonna talk about uh, some basketball today. So, how are you doing today? I'm good. How are you? Pretty good. So, uh, let's get straight into it. Uh, let's start with the standings. Who do you think uh, misses the playoffs out west? Out West, that's tough because there's so many good teams per usual in the West. Um, I think there's a lot of like locks to make the playoffs, but but there's gonna be a lot of teams like that like fight, you know. Like I feel like it's gonna be like the Lakers, um, Nuggets, Clippers, Blazers, um, Suns. I feel like the Suns are de- gonna make it this year. Um, Definitely. Yeah, I feel like the Warriors, Jazz, um, who else? Maybe the Rockets are going to be, like, fighting for that, like, the seeding at the bottom. But it's going to, like, the West is so, like, stacked. Like, a good team will miss the playoffs. And I don't want to say it's the Jazz or, like, the Warriors or the Rockets. Maybe it'll be the Suns. You know, we can't just assume they'll make they'll make the playoffs, you know? Yeah. You know, because they have been, like, years and years. So, who do you think, though? Okay, let me look at my list real quick. And then just... Yeah, because... Like... Okay, so... There you go. Obviously, you have your locks, like the Lakers, the Clippers, the Nuggets. And then you got teams, like, that will be fighting, like you said. Uh, I think... So I said Lakers, uh, Nuggets, Clippers. I think Suns, Mavericks. Yeah. Uh, then you go Warriors. I think definitely make it. And then if the Rockets keep Harden, I think they make it. Mhm. And then if they don't keep Harden, I see Utah being that last team. So I got Clippers. I'm just gonna read it out of order. Mhm. Clippers, Suns, Blazers. Nuggets, Lakers, Warriors, Mavericks, and then you got Utah or Houston. I think it's the last spot. Yeah, those are my predictions too. Cause like these teams are stronger than like the Jazz. Like the Jazz do have a really good team. I, I like I like see them losing in the playing tournament. That's why like you know they'll be like the one of the like the lower seeds and they'll have to play in the playing tournament. So yeah. I, I see them losing those. Like, if they have to go up against Harden in, in it, they'll lose. They'll just lose. Yeah, so I feel like Jazz or Rockets, yeah, are my picks to miss the playoffs. Yeah. Now let's uh, go out east. Who do you think makes the playoffs in the Eastern Conference? Yeah, so I feel like the top five seeds will be um, the Bucks, the Heat, the Celtics, Philly, um, the Raptors, that's five. And I'm, I didn't even say the Nets, so, like, that's six already. In the last two yeah. seeds, I see the Hawks, so that's seven. And that eighth will probably be the Pacers or the um, Wizards. And I'm really hoping like, the, yeah. the Wizards make it because I love Russ. So, yeah, I feel like the Pacers are going to miss it, to be honest. Or the Wizards, obviously, one of them. Yeah, it'll be a close one. Yeah. <laughs> I agree with your uh, top 6. We go you go Bucks, you go Heat, Celtics, Sixers, Raptors, Nets. Mm-hmm. I have Pacers as the 7th seed and I have Wizards as the 8th seed. I see the Hawks missing out by a little oh, bit. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, I just have a bad feeling, but I wouldn't be surprised if the Pacers go really down this year, but I kind of have to put them in there since they've been one of the most consistent playoff teams out east. Yeah, that's true, but I, I don't know. I, feel, I have a feeling they'll, like, they'll like fall out this year. And I feel like the Hawks, yeah. Yeah, a, a lot of people assume the Hawks are going to make the playoffs, so if they don't, I'll be kind of surprised because I feel like they made a lot of good moves in the offseason and stuff. Yeah, I like their moves too. Yeah, like um, Danilo um, could be um, a six-man-of-the-year candidate. Um, Dunn, Rondo, like, they got a lot of great pickups, um, Bogdanovich, and they have a good overall team, so, 
the offensive wise. I don't yeah. know about defense though. Yeah, because I'm thinking they're going to get outscored a lot because the lack of defense. Because you have Trey Young, who's a historically bad defender to metrics. Then uh, Danilo is not really a great defender. But if they could outscore their opponents, they could easily make the playoffs. Yeah, I feel like they're like a team that score 120, but also give up 120. Like, you know, they're like best, like most, like consistent, strongest defenders. Chris Dunn. Yeah, Um, and he's gonna be off the bench. Yeah, and also um, DeAndre Hunter. I think he's a good defender too. Yeah, I think they're like the Timberwolves of the East, where they're just gonna like. When they win a game, they have to outscore an opponent. Opponent, <laughs> exactly. their defense isn't going to win in games. <laughs> exactly, and I feel like the, the Wizards, like, like, like Russ with like shooters is like scary. Like you have Beal, you have Bertans. Like there's like some good young talent on that team, and I, I don't know. I just want them to make the playoffs. I'm not sure if they and will. Also with the, yeah, but and also with the Wizards, I like Russell Westbrook without pressure because. Exactly. For some reason, Houston had title expectations last year, <laughs> even though there was no chance. And exactly. It kind of, and then he played injured with his groin in the playoffs. So I don't think you get that bad of a Westbrook when he's healthy in the Eastern Conference. Yeah, I feel like Russ, like he got like unfairly criticized last year. Like he came off an injury, hadn't played in months. The even LeBron said playing in the bubble and stuff like that was like tough it was really difficult and um adding that to Russ like obviously like I don't blame him for playing that bad but a lot of people are trying to make it seem like he's a bad player he's trash and shit but he's not and I feel like he'll be really impactful for the Wizards yeah I agree with you there yeah let's uh let's get into award predictions who do you think takes home the coach of the year award um I feel like it'll be like um, Mike Malone, because I feel like the Nuggets are like they're like a team that like for like they've been like the past two seasons able to be in like the the second and third seed. I feel like this year they can be the first or second seed. So I feel like he'll eventually like one day take it home. Maybe it'll be this year. I think he's a really good coach too, and um, yeah, and him or Frank Vogel maybe if the Lakers are the first seed. They'll give it to him. Um, yeah. Who do you think? Okay, I like your Malone pick, so I'm going to go somewhere else with this. I think if the Miami Heat keep up what they did in the bubble and in the playoff run, I think Spolstra could easily take home Coach Ooh, of the like Year. I like that pick. Yeah, because I think everybody thinks the Heat going to the finals was a fluke. and I think if Spolstra gets the Heat to like a top two, top three seed next year, I think he could easily take home the Coach of the Year award. Yeah, and to be honest, he's definitely like a top coach in the league right now, like top two, three. So yeah, I mean, he'll probably like be in the running for that too. Yeah. Let's go to uh, rookie of the year. Um, definitely Emmanuel quickly or Obi Toppin. Like I'm dead serious. <laughs> Let's go. Bias Knicks on here. Yeah, I'm a Knicks fan, but. Here, let me try to convince you guys listening, too. So, Obi Toppin, he's, like, I know he has to back up Randall, so it'll be difficult, but I think if he can get, like, at least, like, 20-plus minutes, I think he, he can do that. So, I feel like he can average, like, 10 points, maybe, maybe 8 to 10 points, like, 7 rebounds. And I feel like, yeah, he'll he'll definitely, like, make a team at least. And I feel like Emmanuel, like, really, like, impressed me. I know it was just preseason, and I don't want to get, like, my hopes up <laughs> for any of these rookies. <laughs> but, like, he can he can deadass be our, like, starting point guard, right? Yeah, I think so. I think he kind of stole Alfred Payton's job in the Good. preseason. <laughs> and, like, him, like, he, he, like, imagine he averages, like, 20 points per I'm kidding. Like, like 15. <laughs> <laughs> like, that would be crazy. Like, everyone will, like, he can, like, deadass be like that sleeper pick that like no one is going to expect him rookie of the year and he just does you know his scoring is his shooting scoring I think he has a lot of potential there yeah, yeah he gets minutes I, for sure 
yeah, you, I actually have a way higher expectations for Obi than you do. I think he could like score like fifteen and ten a game. I love year. that. Like, if if it wasn't for Randall, I would be saying the same exact thing. But like, he has to. If Randall. if Randall wasn't on the Knicks, we would be a playoff team, one hundred percent. And like, he's that bad. I know, man. Like, Obi's already better. Like, I'm I'm dead serious. He's already better than him. <laughs> and like, if um, you know, if Obi like steals Randall's starting spot, I dead ass like start like throw a party or something. But I doubt I don't see that yeah. happening sadly. Well I I hope he starts at power forward. I hope uh Thibodeau doesn't play Obi at the three with Randall yeah, no. at the four. Like because I would bleach my eyes. <laughs> Though he did run a lineup with um Obi at center. Yeah, I like that as a small ball lineup, but not as a full time yeah, lineup. Really. It wasn't even that bad when they were on the court, too, to be honest. Yeah, I would... if that means Obi can get more minutes and potentially like win Rookie of the Year, I don't care. Like, put him on the court. <laughs> yeah, I just hope they play the young guys. I hope like yes, I would. My dream is having a backcourt of Frank Nilakina and Emmanuel quickly, and then you got R.J. Barrett, Obi Toppin, and Mitchell Robinson as your starting five. Yes, that's beautiful. And then have Kevin Knox coming off the bench. Yeah. And, like, my, like, concern with, like, Obi is, like, his, like, shooting, to be honest. Yeah, his shooting is a bit of a concern. My bigger concern with him is his defense and his age. Yeah. But I, think... I feel like Thibodeau can ma- could, max, could uh, mask his defense a little bit to an extent. Like, I don't want to overreact again, but... Dennis Jr. did look like a solid defender. Like, I don't want to overreact, but, like, he did. Yeah. And, like, two preseason games ago, like, I think he got better there. And Kevin Knox, oh, my God, man. What happened to Kevin Knox? He's, like, possessed or something. Yeah, summer league preseason Kevin Knox is a different breed. Exactly. Like, I just wanted him to be good in the real real, um, time, like. He'll be a solid player if he can be consistent like he was in preseason. Yeah, it's like his rookie year, he showed real promise. I thought I was wrong about being mad about that pick. And then midway through last season, something happened to his jump shot, and he just never fixed it. <laughs> yeah. Like, I-, I didn't want to draft him, to be honest. I wanted to draft um shot. I mean, Shay. Like, I-, I thought he was a better I wanted I Michael Porter better. Jr. We just picked we picked Kevin Knox because he was tall and can shoot, <laughs> and he was the youngest player. Exactly, in the draft. that's why we picked him. And the thing is, to be honest, he is young, and he has time to grow and shit. And like, yeah. like, what if he does play like he did in the bubble? Well, I'll be wrong, <laughs> especially me, because <laughs> I literally slander him like twelve times a day. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, I'll feel so bad, but like, at least bull- bullying does work. That's that's. To an extent, yeah. Facts. Look what it did to Jamal Murray. <laughs> oh, God. I trashed him so much. Then he starts averaging 40 in the bubble. <laughs> okay. Okay, what's next? All right. Who's your pick for sixth man of the year? Um, Karis LeVert. I was thinking of him, Ooh. Danilo, or... Montrose Montrose Harrell again. But I feel like Harris is gonna yeah. like, he's really good like with the ball. Like that's why I don't I don't, I don't like him starting because like he's more, like more better with the ball in his hands. So obviously if you take Kyrie out and you put in Karras, or even if you run lineups with Kyrie and Karras, I feel like he'll definitely score because he can score and stuff like that. Like Yeah, like him like running the second unit and, and stuff, yeah. He'll definitely have a chance to win um the award, but like I feel like he can average like 15 too. 15 to 17 off the bench. I like yeah. that. What's your pick? You mentioned it earlier, but you didn't say he was the pick. I, I think Danilo Gallinari brings on a six man yeah, of the year. Yeah, it's a good one. I think he could. Yeah. I really, I really like that pickup for the Hawks, even though I think it was a bit of an overpayment for a guy over 30 who's ha- who's never made an all-star game. Yeah. I still think he could bring like great shooting off the bench when Trey Young isn't on the floor, and and if the Hawks make the playoffs, I think he's kind of a lock for that. Exactly, like if he can, like if he can average like 
15 off the bench and the Hawks finally make the playoffs again, I think a lot more people would be like, oh, like, give it to him. Like, he's like he was more impactful than the other ones or something like that. Like, Yeah. Yeah, and I feel like he'll definitely be key in their success. Like, he needs to get – he needs to – um, because their bench scoring is kind of, like, weak. Like, he, he he's their best scorer off the bench. So, yeah. Yeah, because look at the bench players he's going to play next to, Rondo and Chris Dunn. Yeah. <laughs> um, is Kevin Hoarder starting right? Wait, no, I he's think, not. He's not starting. I think so. Because Bogdanovich is probably going to start. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, you're good. Um, but, like, Kevin Hoarder, he, he didn't really impress me last season, to be honest, at, like, at all. It was the second season, right? I don't know off the top of my head, but yeah, that I think sounds it was right. Second season, or first, or any whatever, and um, yeah, Danilo is definitely a better shooter and player than him. Um, and also they also have like DeAndre Hunter. I think maybe he'll start Cam Reddish. Like I wouldn't be surprised if Cam Reddish like comes out having a breakout season or something like that. Yeah, there's a, there's a lot of potential options on the. Hawks bench that they could just start. Exactly, like they have really good depth at every position. Yeah, and like I really do expect them to make the playoffs. I think they put themselves in the position. They did it a lot of great moves. So yeah, and Danilo can Trey Young yeah. can make an All NBA team. Danilo can win um, Six Man of the Year. Yeah, I think they're a promising team right now. All right, uh, let's move on. Who's your pick for Defensive Player of the Year? Okay, so my pick is definitely Anthony Davis. I feel like last year he really, like, thought he was going to win it. Like, <laughs> remember Kendrick Perkins bought him, like, <laughs> Defensive Player of the Year present? <laughs> and he ended up not winning it. That was so embarrassing. But, yeah, I think I think he really, like, thought he was going to win it. Like, a lot of people did, to be honest. He was definitely a top defender in the league, him and Giannis. And, um... Yeah, I think this year he'll be the best defender, to be honest. Yeah, he definitely makes a run for it. Uh, I have a bit of a bold take here, but I think Bam Adebayo takes even more of a jump next year. I like year. that a lot. Bam is and, insane. Yeah, and with, like, again, with, like, my uh, Spolstra logic, Ooh, Alex I think, like, if I they see. win... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he just, like... It's just, like, look at this, like, nobody expected them to be, like, the two seed or the three seed, and then they do this, and Bam leads probably a top five defense in the league in Miami. And uh, I have another pick. I have another sleeper pick that's probably really stupid, but I think Marcus Smart is a candidate for the yes, defensive player like of the that. year award. I think he could. Marcus Smart is dead ass a top three star I... defender in the league. Like he's insane. Yeah, him and Ben Simmons are the two best defensive guards in the Yeah, like if I had to pick a sleeper, I'd pick Ben Simmons to be honest. Because <laughs> like a center yeah, hasn't won like... it in years. Like, who... yeah, in years. So like it's definitely like more like it's definitely rare. So smart and Simmons. If anyone, if any guard had to like, like if I had to predict predict any guard, it'd be those two. So yeah. And like um. For um, centers, even Rudy Gobert could win it. Like I, I feel like he'll be finished top three, like he has been the last couple of years. I I hope he does with the Imagine bag he, he just got. That'd be kind of bad. His, uh, let's talk about that. That was insane. and I feel like like it was like five years, two hundred nine million, <laughs> right? Oh, two hundred five. Yeah. To be honest, like, like yeah, I, I was talking about this earlier. Like, um, it was an overpay. Definitely, but they don't. Have, they didn't really have a choice. The Jazz, they had to. To be honest, yeah, it's like if 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 it was the Lakers, you wouldn't be paying Rudy that. But like, if you're Utah, you have to pay extra to keep an All Star caliber player on your team. And I think to stay in playoff contention, even if it was a massive overpayment, I think it was a good move for Utah if they want to stay in. Playoff yeah, because if you let him walk, do you know how like detrimental that is to your team? Like, he, he, like, 
carries carries the defense like like no other like defensive an- the definition of a uh, uh, defensive anchor he can lead that team to the top 5 defense if he can and um without him they literally are a lottery team yeah like the only i think the only other option they had with Rudy was if they could get a massive haul of a trade for him and build around Donovan but I don't think you could get anything like equivalent to his value in a trade market because he would want that exactly. contract. So I think they made a I think they made a good move, even though it was a really big overpayment exactly. where <laughs> where Rudy Gobert makes more money than Anthony Davis. Exactly. Like, listen, like if you if let's say they let um, him walk, and um, they didn't get nearly as as much value in return, they start missing the playoffs, and Mitchell starts getting upset. And then he wants to leave, and then you're fucked. Like the Jazz are fucked. And that's that's something they probably yeah. felt coming. So that that's why they were like, you know what? Who cares if we pay him the third large, the third highest contract in NBA history? We have to keep him, even though they won't be making the finals or anything time soon. But if they can stay um, contend for the playoffs every year, they're going to do it to make their stars happy. Yeah, Utah's doing something right. They've only missed the playoffs seven times in the last exactly. four years. So I think like they just want to make the playoffs. That's it. <laughs> yeah, they just want to get the ticket <laughs> revenue. Uh, so, um, what's the next award? Last but not least, we got who's your pick for MVP? Okay, so like I already said, my pick was like Giannis, and like. I get it, like voter fatigue, voter fatigue, and all this stuff. Like people are telling me, like they're not gonna pick him for a third straight year, all this stuff. But like, listen, and he, he'll most likely be the best player in the regular season again. Like I'm not doubting that. Like last year, like he was insane last year. He, um, he even uh, averaged like the high, he even had the highest p highest per in NBA history, which was insane. Yeah. And, like, he averaged, like, 30 points, too, in, like, 30-something minutes, right? On defensive rebound, yeah. like, there's no tomorrow. His um passing, it was um good, too. He was, like, solid all around. Like, not even solid. He he was, like, insane all around. And, like, and also playing defensive player, the, defensive player that your defense. Do you actually think Giannis is going to get worse or get better? I doubt he can get much better, like, but I, I don't like think he gets like, worse. Get better, to be honest. Like not extremely better. Like, but like he's still young, and who's to say he won't? Um, he's only twenty six years old. Like, a lot of people are saying, oh, like oh, he like he won't like he can't win it for a third straight year. But if he's averaging like if he had like has a similar season as last year, and he has it like, and even if he has like a slightly better numbers and stuff. How like why why won't you give it to him? Because he he already won it twice. Like this is a regular season award. It's not a playoff award. Like if he's the best player in the regular season, they have to give it to him. You know, or we're like see what robbery in front of my like in front of our eyes. Like like this if if he has the best stats, clear if he if he is so clear ahead of everyone, he'll win it. Like I feel like the media won't like just let it slide because oh he won two already. Because we can see who who the best player was. You know, it's evident. Yeah, yeah, but for me, it's like I think there's a chance they do have voter fatigue, but I think that was more of an anti-LeBron exactly. thing the media had a while ago. But there's a there's still a chance that he gets screwed out of it because he has back-to-back uh, MVPs, also being the first MVP and DPY in the same season mm-hmm. since Hakeem Olajuwon. But I, my MVP pick is an, another sleeper. I got. I'm jumping on the Let's Jokic go, MVP Alex. train. I love Jokic phrase. <laughs> okay, why do you think that? Best center in the league. Best center in the league. I think the Nuggets have a chance to be a top yes. two seed, even the one seed if the Lakers rest a lot. It's just uh, I don't think he gets it because the media doesn't really like giving the award to centers anymore. But there's still. I think there's a chance he gets all the MVP hype and being a top three uh, MVP vote getter. Yeah, um, Jokic Jokic was like my sleeper pick because like he definitely won't have the stats. For being honest, like his numbers won't probably won't be like insane because he's like really passive at times. 
But like, yeah, I think he, yeah, yeah, he could, he could have a Steve Nash type of MVP season. Yeah, like a lot of people would be like, oh, he didn't deserve it. Like if he wins, let's say a lot of people would like bitch about it, but like, but like his value is like evident. Like, like Jokic makes everyone around him look ten times better, and as a center too. Like the way the things he's able to do as a center is unprecedented. Like, and like, in my opinion, he's the greatest passing center of all time. Yeah, Ooh, like, uh, like honestly, like I've done my research. I don't think anyone's better than him. Like he's skilled. If he if he can, he can average ten plus assists in a season if he wanted to. And the thing is, he makes yeah. Jamal Murray. He makes everyone around him ten times better than they are, and he's able to take his like team to the playoffs. And um, let's like I and I do see them being a top two seed. Like they can just be at the top of the seeding every year. Like last year. They beat the Clippers. They went to the Western Conference Finals. They'll, I'll see. I see them going to the finals too in, in the future because of him. Like he's like, a, like an amazing talent, you know. And he could definitely win MVP yeah. one day. If I had to pick a center, really, I'd pick him. Yeah, him or Embiid are probably the two centers who exactly, have a legitimate definitely. chance. <laughs> and then with the uh, like, also, I believe like. They'll have their chance to win their titles, but they have to kind of wait for LeBron to get out I of the like league. Once, once for LeBron leaves, the league is going to be wide open. Like any, like there's gonna be so many teams that are like younger and like, like have so much like great talent on their teams that I feel like, like the league is going to be like maybe Luca is going to like be the next LeBron and like go to the finals every year. You know, to be honest, but it it, it will yeah. be tough to be like the Nuggets. There's a lot of great teams in the um, West with a lot of, like, star talent. And I feel like the Nuggets, the Mavs. Um, yeah. Who else? Those teams are, like, maybe the Pelicans. They have some great young talent. But they'll probably be better, like, than the ones yeah. I just mentioned. Or anything. True. Okay. This is anticlimactic, but I forgot to say most oh. improved player. <laughs> Oh, yeah, my pick was, honestly, I was debating on, like, now I sound like a Nuggets fan. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, I, I have two picks. Um, not two. Like, I, I was deciding between two. Jamal Murray or Michael Porter Jr. <laughs> and I'm going with Jamal Murray because I feel like coming off that performance in the bubble, he'll have, like, the confidence he's never had, you know? He's, like. He's like more morally refined himself as a star in the league after that, and I feel like he'll have like a season averaging like twenty two, twenty three points. Yeah, maybe have like that. that Brandon Ingram jump, like Brandon averaged like this like eighteen, like Jamal did last year, and then the next year averaged like twenty three and one Most Improved Player or something. And I think yeah, yeah, yeah. I still oh believe God, Bam deserved it yeah. over Ingram, but also like. And also, if the Nuggets are a top two seed and, like, Murray um, improves that much, like, I definitely see him winning. Unless Michael Porter Jr., like, ups his points per game, like, 10-plus. Because he's getting so much more minutes this season. So, I, I yeah. definitely see one of those two. And what do you think? I also have two picks. My uh, first one is a uh, Laurie Markkinen. I believe, like, he's, like... He was showed so much promise before Jim Boylan's <laughs> egghead got there. Yeah. And uh, I believe uh, Billy Donovan could really make Laurie Markkinen potentially a 20-point-per-game scorer next season if Zach Levine <laughs> doesn't hog the ball. Yeah. Laurie looked really – like, he's shown flashes of what he can be. But, like, yeah, he was a really bad position last year. Jim Boylan is, like, one of the worst coaches I've ever seen. Yeah. And thank God they got rid of him. So, yeah. yeah. Who's your other pick? Okay, this one's probably not going to be talked about Ooh, much, but Mikhail nice Bridges. One. Just look at the Suns last year. Like, just look at his improvement from his rookie year. He averaged uh, eight mm-hmm. on 40 per 40 something shooting, 43% shooting. And then he upped that last year to 51% shooting, nine points per game. And I think that could potentially go even higher Chris Paul passing him the ball so and then he could potentially be a 15 point per game score exactly. next year. I think that's a good one like 
Yeah, Mikel's getting better, like you said. I, I could see him making three more shots with Chris Paul on his team, who's one of the best passers in the league. A top yeah. two, in my opinion. Next to LeBron. Yeah, I see that one. Yeah. And, like, also DeAndre Ayne can maybe win it, too. Playing with Chris Paul. Yeah, that's... Yeah, if he doesn't get uh, suspended yeah, um, again. What did he average last year, DeAndre? Like, 18 and 12, I think? Yeah, I'm Let pretty sure see. it was 18 and 12. But, like, and that was... He had such a quiet 18 and 12 season. Yeah. It was, uh, it, I think it was overshadowed by like the other superstars in his draft class, the potential superstars. Because, like, I mean, Aiden's a pretty good player, but I think it's kind of he gets so much hate because he was taken before Luka Doncic and Trey yeah, Young. Like, honestly, I, I would like when I was watching, like, I always thought Luka should be the first pick because, like, he was dominating against better competition. And, yeah, I don't know why they, like, the Suns or the Kings weren't sold on him. And, but, like, yeah, and I feel like, I feel bad for Marvin Bagley because, like, he just, the Kings are always getting clowns for picking him over Luka. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I think DeAndre can also be a candidate for most improved player because, like, he averaged, like, 18 and 12. I think he can average, like, yeah. Um, it was 18 and 12, right? Yeah, 18.2, yeah, 11.5. So like, he can average, like, what if he averages, like, 22, 23, and, like, 15 rebounds? He would that's probably get all-NBA team consideration like, at that That's point. crazy if he can do that. Like, I don't even know. And also, a Shea Gillis, Shea Gillis, Alexander, yeah. Alexander, because he, he'll be, like, losing Chris Paul, Danilo, Dennis Schroeder. Like, they're, like, a horrible team, like probably the worst in the league right now, and he'll definitely put up the numbers. <laughs> like he'll carry that that team's um scoring. <laughs> if we're being honest, he'll carry it. So he can all, he can win, but like you know, I feel like it's like if if a player like DeAndre is averaging like what I said, and also the Suns go to the playoffs, he'll he'll be um over Shea, and like even if Shea averages like. A, like a lot more, like his numbers, a lot more points and shit. Yeah, or Jamal Murray. Yeah, I'm sold on that. I, yeah, I feel like I feel like the th- I feel like the Thunder are just tanking for Cade at this point. But I feel like if Shea does his thing, he could potentially win them too many games. Yeah, they could lose probably. out on the first pick. I feel like Shea's gonna ball out every game just for them to lose. Yeah. <laughs> they they'll probably win like 15, 20 games. <laughs> Just exactly. do what Trey Young did last year. But not nearly as good as Trey Young, scoring-wise. Okay, uh, talking about Trey Young, that uh, was a perfect segue to the Ooh, start bench I'm cut category. This. Okay. I got I did a poll on my Instagram store. Uh, follow uh, ESPN underscore of underscore memes. Uh, start bench cut. John Morant. Shea Gilgis Alexander. Okay, Trae so Young. Trae Young is starting. Like, that's an, that's an easy one because he'll he's better than both. Like, like a lot better right now. Yeah. Another, you said Ja Maria and Shea. To be honest, I'm I'm benching um Shea, yeah. not not Shea. I'm benching. Damn, those two are really close. I feel like yeah, but Shea Shea was better last year. So I think it's only fair to bench him right now, but I think Mur- Murray has a higher ceiling. But I'm cut- I'm cutting him for like right now because if I'm going off yeah. last year, but I definitely think Murray has a higher ceiling than Shea. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, I obviously start Trey. I don't know <laughs> why he was mentioned with these two dudes, but I think it's close too. But I'm gonna yeah, I'm gonna I'm put Jaw over Shea because I believe uh Jaw. Yeah, I think Jaw's gonna have more of a breakout season next year, and he's gonna separate himself from Shea because he has no uh, Jaron Jackson Jr. for at least a month, I believe. And I think he's gonna have the ball in his hands at a certain point, way more than he yeah. did last year. But it's all 
I feel both of them are like in the same position. We'll see how they um, react and who plays better in that situation. Like they're both on a the, yeah. Like they're both like missing. Like Shay's Shay's just on a terrible team, but um, Morant's missing Jaron Jackson Jr. And the Grizzlies are better than um than the like a lot better than the Thunder. But I feel like yeah, these two those, those two players are really yeah. close. So like. I'm like fine with either. Yeah. Okay. We got uh, another one. Start bench cut: Jimmy Butler, Jason Tatum, Chris okay, Middleton. So I'm starting Jimmy buckets. Like, like Jimmy buckets. Um, he's like showed a lot <laughs> these past few seasons. Like, he makes people around him better. He. Makes it like he literally like it inflicts his culture onto them. He makes people work harder. All this stuff. Um, he went on the Heat. People didn't even expect him to. Um, I saw some people saying they'll be an eighth seed. They won't even make the playoffs. All this stuff. Like for me, I had him like as a top. I had him as like the seventh seed, to be honest. And then he takes them all the way to the finals. I'm not gonna say he takes them because like yeah. it was a team thing, but like without him, like. That shit ain't even possible without him. He put them. He literally like raised the bar for them. Impact impacted like the most one of the most impactful players in the league. Clutch, all around player. Like gets to the line, does everything he needs to do to win. That's why I like I. I feel like he's better than those two players right now. And I feel like, I don't feel like, I feel like Jason Tatum isn't far behind. He's I'll I'll bench him. I feel like he's a very promising player. Um, Jason yeah. Tatum. He's a. I feel like he's a borderline superstar. He a few more years. I think. I think he can be a superstar. So, yeah, like he's just getting. Jason Tatum is getting better each. Um, each and every year. So, the last year he played, his defense got so much better. His scoring, like I, I like I just saw an improvement in his all round game. So like I'm I'm sold on him too, and I see him. Um, I think he'll be better than Jimmy soon, very soon. Though. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like this is no respect, disrespect to Chris Middleton, but these are two like really great yeah, players. Like Middleton league. is like an amazing like player, obviously, but he isn't on the level of these two. Yeah, he's really underrated in my opinion, but nowhere yeah, near passing exactly. either of these two. Okay, <laughs> I got another one with Trey Young for some reason. Okay, start bench cut Ben Simmons. Uh, Devin Booker, Trey Young. Okay, you go first. Okay. I'm going to get <laughs> a lot of hate for how I order these, but oh, okay. I'm going to start Devin Booker because I believe he's going to take the next step with Chris Paul. I think he could be a 30-point-per-game scorer next mm-hmm. season with what, six assists or something. And... uh He's the best offensively out of these guys, but I don't know why he's compared to two point guards here, but I believe he's the best of the three. And then Whoa, I'm going to bench okay, Trey Young take. over Ben Simmons. Okay, so here's here's why. Uh, Trey Young is Trey Young's a great scorer with terrible defense, and Ben Simmons is like a terrible shooter with great defense. And I believe because they're both point guards – Trey Young is more effective because he can do stuff with without the ball in his hands, whereas Ben Simmons needs the ball in his hands to be effective offensively. And I feel like it's easy. There's like a coach that could mask the lack of defense Trey has in his game. Versus, I don't think Doc Rivers can like hide Ben can't shoot from like outside of fifteen yeah, feet. Yeah, I feel like yeah, a lot of teams expose Ben during the playoffs, but like at the same time. I see where you're coming from. Like, you can surround a good defensive team around Trey. Like, Steve Nash wasn't a good defender, but he was able to take his teams to the first seed multiple times. And that's because he was surrounded by a good defensive team. And maybe, I agree with you, he, the same thing can be done with the Hawks in the future. But, like, as a player, like, I feel like, I feel like, what's his name? Simmons is better, to be honest. I think he's a better, like, 
I think he's better than both of these guys. If I'm being honest, like, and the thing is, yeah, I feel like his mm. shooting is very um. He he does hurt his offense the offense sometimes when he just like can't shoot, but like he does everything else better than these guys. He can the besides shoot name every anything he's but he can do better. But like I'm not like I I I'm not saying you're wrong because I understand where you're coming from too, but. I feel like, like, imagine Ben with, a, like, a shot. He's, like, a top 10, easily a top 10 player in the league right now. Yeah. If you put, like, if you mix those two players together, you get an MVP either way. That's just, like, they're, like, the total yeah. opposites of each other. And, like, Trey Young, I feel like he, he, can, he can be, like, a multiple, like, time MVP candidate, in my opinion. And I think he'll he could he could be better than both of these guys. Yeah, to be honest, one day. But I feel like right now I'm like the, like definitely. just right now I'll cut him right now. Yeah. He had a okay, I feel you there. Okay, for the last. Yeah. For the last yeah. one, I got a historic one. Who are you? Start bench cut. MVP Charles Barkley, MVP Hakeem Olajuwon, and okay, MVP Carl Malone. Because he had like an amazing playoff run. Definitely. We are. Are we saying um regular seasons? Oh, so just regular seasons or like? Yeah. Oh okay. You could go based okay, off um, either, whichever one works better for you. Because he the player of the year, right? That season. So like that's obviously him. Yeah. But. And you also said Barkley and Malone. Okay. Hmm. Yeah. I'm gonna say Barkley. Didn't Barkley win it over MJ? That tells you something. That <laughs> exactly. Yes. And but everybody thought it was something. controversial. He he was amazing. He was dynamic. I'm cutting pet alone. <laughs> what do you think? <laughs> I have the exact same as yours, but, like, look at Hakeem. He's the only one of the three who won a ring that season, yeah. and he's the only one who had a ring in his entire career. Uh, Barkley, kind of, like, him winning the MVP was, like, Michael Jordan's fuel to, like, beat the yeah. Suns in the finals from, like, the last dance. And then and then Carl Malone was, like, he was the only one of these three that had another Hall of Fame caliber exactly. player playing next to him when he won his MVP. <laughs> And Barkley, they were able to take the um, Bulls to six games, right? Yeah. MJ yeah, went um, to six games for every finals he was in. Yeah, I feel like Barkley's really underrated. Like, some people are saying Anthony Davis is better. Like, that's such cap. Like, you don't deserve an opinion, a basketball opinion if you say that. Okay. Anyways, do you have any more star bench cuts? <laughs> oh, that's fun. Uh, no, that was the last one. So uh, before we go, okay, you lit. yeah, we'll do that again next time. Okay. So so for like uh, we're gonna do. You want to sure. do game picks with me for the first two days of uh, the games? Okay. For the first game of the season, Kevin Durant returns from an Achilles injury to face his former Golden State Warriors team. Nets. Who I do you have? Katie is gonna erupt. Nets for like 40, 50 points. Do you feel like it's going to be under 10 points, the loss um, for the Warriors, or over 10 points? I don't think over, to be honest. Because I feel like Kyrie and KD Ooh, are just that's, going to, like, that's a hot take. Destroy them, I'm like, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, I, I feel like uh, I got the Nets too, but I feel like it's going to be really close. We're going to have – I hope we have a legendary – Kevin Durant, Steph, Steph Curry carry. duel in this game. But, like, yeah, especially if Draymond and uh, James Wiseman don't play. But those two playing kind of make it, like, a difference between yeah. a 10-point loss and a 2-point loss. I feel like Kyrie and KD are going to, like, erupt because, like, 
they haven't played in a while. They haven't played a regular season game in a while. And, like, just to, like, shut people up and stuff. You know? Yeah. And then this the the game after that one, the L.A. team that was expected to win the title versus the L.A. team that did win the title. Who do you got? Lakers, Clippers. I got the Lakers. I don't know. I just feel like yeah. – I don't know. I just feel like they'll play better because they're just a better team. But anything can happen in a regular season game. Ooh, yeah, okay. I'm. I'm gonna disagree with you on this one. Actually, I got the. I got. I got the Clippers in an upset. I don't think they're the better team at all. I think the Lakers are by far better than the Clippers this season. But I feel like after an entire summer of slander, the Clippers are gonna bounce back to an extent, and they and they kind of owned the you Lakers did. in the regular season last year. So I feel like they win a close one, but like. This this has nothing to do with who's the better team before Lakers fans give me death threats. But I have uh, I have I have uh, Clippers by four, and then yeah, and then we have a uh, battle of the Eastern Conference bottom <laughs> feeders: Hornets versus Cavs. Who you got? Hornets. PJ Washington. PJ Washington is going to drop twenty. Is Hayward playing or no? Ooh. He's he's questionable for yeah, the opener. I just think opener. the Cavs are also the, like the worst team in the East, and they're just terrible. But the Hornets aren't good either. So yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna give. Yeah, I'm gonna give another bold take. I think the Cavs are worse oh, what, than the Thunder you, and the worst team in the league. Uh, this what year. did you say again? I just they just got. Yeah, me too. I think the Cavs are the yeah. worst team in basketball. Even worse than yeah. the Thunder. Even though the Thunder are trying to lose. Definitely. I feel like they they just, I feel like we should uh, start hashtag, <laughs> yes, hashtag Kevin free, Love. Um Kevin Love. And uh get him on a contender or something. <laughs> yeah. I was ho- I was kind of hoping the Lakers traded yes. for him in the offseason free Kevin Love. Just put him next to LeBron again. That would have been nice. But I also have the Hornets in this game by a blowout because Lamelo Ball has an okay. historic uh, rookie debut, happens. dropping eighteen like, and twelve. Like two and like three. <laughs> <laughs> Shooting one of yeah. eight. And then we have uh, Knicks. our Knicks versus the Pacers. Pacers are, are going to get blown out. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Honestly, I feel like I feel like we'll give them a run for our money, I mean, for their money. Um, I still got us winning by like three though. I, I'm confident. I'm confident in them. Mm, okay. Yeah, I also have the I have the Knicks by five. I think we do it with led by let's go guess who? Alec Burks. That's my bold pick for this game. I think he drops seven. I think Alec Burks drops 17, 5, and 4 to lead the Knicks to a 95 to 90 win in Indiana. I'm I'm so happy we picked him up. Yeah, me too. I think we could seriously fleece somebody at the deadline for him. Thinking about how we're going to use all these players like Austin Rivers, Alec Burks. (laughs) Yeah, me too. Like Emmanuel Quickly, Frank. Dennis Smith Jr. Like we have so many guards. I hope they don't steal minutes, though. I just hope Emmanuel gets minutes. Yeah. Like I really, need, I need him to start for my mental health. Yeah, I hope he starts. <laughs> um, is that all the games? All right. Oh, that's why. Okay, we got a we got a few more actually. The battle of the battle of Florida. Miami, tell Miami versus Orlando. Mm-hmm. 25. Ooh. Okay. Okay, so I have the heat, but in a close game because Nikola Vucevic goes off, dropping 24, 12, and 5. Coming out. (laughs) Yes, ma'am. 
And then we have uh, Russell Westbrook's debut uh, as a wizard versus the 76ers. Hmm. Let me think. Uh, the Philadelphia 76ers. Hmm. I got the probably Philly winning that game. Yeah, I think it, I think it'll be close. You think it's I close? I think Embiid goes off probably. Okay, I have a. Uh, I I disagree with you on this one. I'm going to take the Washington Wizards. Led Ooh, by okay. a 37 Let's point go. triple double from Russell Rest Westbrook. Going to be a dark horse MVP candidate or something. We'll see. I feel, I feel like he deadass will put up yeah. amazing numbers. Yeah, and I think Bradley Beal yeah, maybe, maybe probably Brad... put up way better what? numbers too because of it. I could see them come. I could see Beal and Westbrook going for a combined like 66 points per Beal. game. Hopefully can can be an all star. Isn't isn't there like no all star game this year or something? All right. Yeah, because uh, they have to play and no fans, so and the all star game is kind of pointless. With no okay, fans. continue. Yeah. All right. <laughs> the, the the playoff choker, Milwaukee Bucks, or. The, oh, so the other team that lost to Miami in the conference finals, the Boston Celtics. Bucks, um, Celtics, who you got? Yeah. I got the Celtics. I feel like Tatum, Tatum probably goes off like 35 points for like 10 rebounds or something. Yeah, I, I absolutely agree with you, but I think the breakout game from this is going to be Giannis First game back after winning MVP. 38-11-4 from Giannis is my pick for that game. But I also have Celtics by four because you get a group effort from Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, no, I see and that. Campbell Walker. Sure. And then you have uh, the next on to the next game. You got Zion and the Pelicans mm. take on Siakam and the Raptors. Who you got? Zion's going to drop 30. On their ass. <laughs> Watch him drop like 15. Ooh. <laughs> I don't. <Yeah. laughs> Watch I him, Watch him play though. seven minutes a game. In... Yeah, like in shape. People should, yeah, people he looks should in be great scared shape. of in shape Zion. Yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> out of shape Zion was dominating. Okay, I got the Raptors, but I see Zion going off too with a 28 and 12. But I have Raptors by four in that game, led by Pascal Siakam dropping 31 and 8. Shut the haters up this season. Like, yeah, I'm not going to lie, I slander him too. I hope so. As a joke, but some people deadass think he's trash, which is like obviously like false. (laughs) He's still an all NBA player. Like he had, yeah. He had like this all star caliber season. He led his team to the second round, game seven. And it's just like, just because he had a bad bubble <laughs> makes him a terrible yeah, like player. Chill, he like, fell off the face of the earth. An all NBA player. He's not like, I do see people's concern and shit. Like, he's not a first option on the championship team or a contender, championship contender. That I think the Raptors need to like. Yeah. Like somehow, like maybe he can develop into a better player. He can eventually maybe be the first option, but like I don't see it right now because he hurt the Raptors the way he was playing. <laughs> yeah, he went Julius Randall mode in the playoffs. Yeah, I think Siakam's perfect as your number two because look at him next to Kawhi. He was. It's a perfect like, number like two. Siakam was bad in the bubble too. Maybe it was just like, maybe it was just the bubble that made him be bad. You know, the bubble. Yeah, the bubble made some players, players way better players. and some players way I'm worse. I'm saying, I'm saying, if the Raptors, if 
Siakam played like he did in the regular season, like not no bubble. Maybe the Raptors could have made made the finals. Yeah, with him playing yeah, like I agree too. with you on that. They came close to making the conference finals. Imagine if he played even half the Celtics season in the regular so. season. Yeah, we're gonna put up a better fight. But yeah, but if you get you gotta. Yeah, you got to look at who they lost to. They lost to Serge Ibaka in the offseason yeah, and Marcus sure. Saul. So I think he'll have another, he'll have another good season, more. for sure. Yeah. On to the next game. We got, I got the, the Hawks. Hawks versus the Bulls. For sure. I feel who like you got? Trey's going to like go off like he usually does. Um, and make a statement like, we're making the playoffs. Fuck you guys. <laughs> yeah. And I feel like, yeah, I don't know why. I just feel like the Bulls are going to, like, get blown out. <laughs> okay. Yeah, like, the Bulls, like, yeah. they might have really had probably the biggest upgrade by upgrading their coach. But I still don't see, like, a player who yeah. can play solid defense besides Wendell Carter in the post. And they lost their best defender yeah, the to the Hawks, Chris Dunn. team. Yeah, I I also Ooh, have the Hawks Trey. in this game, led by Trey Young dropping forty and eleven. Yeah, I feel like the the Hawks win this game by sixteen. One, I have them uh, winning one twenty two yeah. to one hundred six. I feel like the Bulls are gonna get blown out. <laughs> okay. Yeah, and then we and then we go on to the next game. Hmm. Rematch of the first round: Thunder versus Rockets. I think James Harden probably drops like fifty or something. Yeah, I agree with you. Go off though, carry them. Is there any other games? Yeah. Mm Okay. Okay, I'm I'm gonna take give a take for that game real quick. I think James Harden drops 52, like you said, over 50. But for the Thunder, I'm going to drop a bold take. Okay. You get a 20-point double-double from Al Horford like, on the Thunder. Yeah, Al, Al Horford can also be big for the Thunder. Like, he'll probably put up good numbers because that team is just trash. So he'll probably put up good numbers. Yeah. Okay, we got... Battle of two teams Probably that missed Spurs. the playoffs. Spurs versus Grizzlies. Is gonna go off. I hope so if he gets minutes, I hope he does because I love him. Ooh, that's a same. Yeah, he's really he good. I think he could step up this year. That's that game against the Rockets last year. He like went off. I forgot his like stat line, but he just went off. So, and he had showed a lot of flashes during that game and some other games during. The regular season last year. I think he could be really good for them. Yeah, like, my pick for this, I have the Spurs too by two. But my take is, uh, I think LaMarcus Aldridge, I think if, if he's healthy, I'm not sure if he's playing. But I'm just doing this off the top of my head. I think if LaMarcus Aldridge plays, he drops 34 and 12. Oh, I would doubt it. Six-point Spurs like one of the most consistent players in the NBA. Like, he may be a little washed, but he can still get buckets. <laughs> yeah, we got a couple. We got a couple more games for hmm. uh, Timberwolves versus Probably Pistons. Timberwolves. Anthony Edwards. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Probably D'Lo goes off in this game, or Cat, or both of them. They both dropped 30. <laughs> what do you think? Yeah. My take my take is uh, I got Timberwolves by 12, led by D'Angelo Russell dropping mm. 36, That's a good 7, one. and 5. I hope so. <laughs> I Let's feel like, I feel like all my bold takes are going to look terrible. <laughs> And then we got the Sacramento Kings against the, the Denver definitely. Nuggets. Who you got? Do you got them too? Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, I have the out. Nuggets by 25. <laughs> yeah, I have uh, I have Jokic dropping 38, 12, and 6. Hopefully and Jamal with 33, today, 11, off. and 5. <laughs> They will. I believe. Hopefully, for my MVP candidate, he goes off. We're Knicks fans, by the way. We're not Nuggets fans. <laughs> I don't yeah. want anyone to go around saying we're Nuggets fans. Yeah. <laughs> Blazers. Okay, and then we I'm got really Blazers versus see. Jazz. I I could see them. Oh, I was just gonna say they could be like a top three seed. Me too. I think they could be a top four seed. We have um. Honestly, after oh. the, um, the Lakers and Nuggets top two seed, it could be Clippers, Blazers, Mavs. I, I think they can be a top three seed for sure. I'm like high, I'm high on them. The Suns? I think even the Suns can be there. Yeah, I feel like the Suns. Like, yeah, I, don't I think wanna, even like, the Suns can be in that conversation. Shit, like, have a backfire. Because like everyone's expecting the Suns to be good. And I think they will be really good. But like imagine they're like ass... <laughs> They don't even make the playoffs. That would be such a plot twist. The Suns curse. They just can't make the playoffs. <laughs> For the eighth straight year. <laughs> Is there any more games? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to say finish up for that one. I have uh, Blazers by four, I, but I think Donovan Mitchell drops 38. Mm-hmm. That's my bold take for that one. And then talking about the Suns, um, Suns versus Mavs is our last game. Who I guess got Suns. I think they'll like just shoot lights out. Um, Booker's gonna, Booker's gonna drop like thirty. Aiden's gonna drop like twenty five. CP three is gonna dish out like fifteen assists. <laughs> but, um, yeah. So I got the Suns. Who do you have? I have the Mavs because I don't think the Suns have the chemistry yet, but I think it's going to be a really close game. Yeah, I think Luca drops a thirty-point triple lead double. The league in triple doubles last year. I th- like yeah, like if I had to pick like another over player, over ten something like that I could forget the, the league in, I mean that can average triple double for triple double for a season. It would be Luca because Russ was the last, and I feel like Luca would will definitely do it one day. I mean one year. And watch it be this year, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I agree with you on that. So uh, that ends the picket pro- that uh, picket part of our um, thing. So no, I'm just excited to see. Do you see have the any Knicks last thoughts before we get off? A regular season game in like how many months? Nine. Eight. <laughs> Me too. Oh my god. So uh, it was almost a year, two hundred and seventy days. I'm actually excited about our team for once. Like I'm dead ass, dead ass excited. So yeah, and I'm and I'm also excited to yeah. see other like uh, to see some rookie rookies play, and yeah, how like some new additions fit in on, on uh, some uh, on their new teams like Drew Holiday, um, um Bogdan. And Danilo, just all these, how they fit and stuff. What about you? Yeah. I, uh, I'm just here to say, I'm just glad basketball is back. I'm just, <laughs> I'd be hopefully so James Harden doesn't oh get God. traded to the Nets. No, horrible, horrible <laughs> oh, and, uh, and I want to have this on record for when it happens in the in the postseason. Okay, the Nets will not get out of the second round. Calling it now. Yeah, I feel like they're gonna like rest KD, yeah, and like, they're gonna like be stuck the, as a four seed and lose the Bucks in the second round. To be honest, like like you said, second round, they could lose in the second round. I see that, and yeah. I also see them making making the finals too. Hit or miss. Yeah, and honestly, they'll have to like. Yeah, there's um, a lot of things the, they can um, do. Chemistry throughout the season. Hopefully, they don't pull Clippers. 
where like they literally just like um they literally just fuck <laughs> each other up because um they don't want to condition they don't want to they don't play with effort their chemistry is bad just all this shit i feel like kd is a great leader so he'll get everyone together Kyrie, Kyrie's the second option is the greatest player of all time <laughs> just kidding <laughs> Yeah, so I feel like, yeah, the Nets have a lot of like promise. They just need yeah. to learn how to work together, and I think they can throughout the season, and they'll be the scariest team in the East. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so guys, if you sat through the whole episode, when it gets posted, we're gonna, I'm gonna post the tweet on the podcast page. Mm, Comment, no. reply, Mango, <laughs> if you listen to the whole episode. Thanks for listening. Bye. All right. That's the end, guys. Thanks for listening.